1: Call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party
0: don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up? And welcome to another episode of the two. Oh, nine till infinity podcast. It's your boy DJ Billy A. And across the way from May is my man, 50 grand, posted up in front of his microphone stand. Tell him who you am, my friend.
1: I am Savage O'Malley, aka Big Skis, aka Drillbit, aka the hip hop Mandalorian.
0: This is the way it is the way you damn skippy it's the way
1: what's going on man how you doing i'm doing good i thought you were gonna bust out into some lyrics i am savage o'malley the way you said it i am savage o'malley well i was but then i remembered that we were just talking about uh the guru line about uh i get more props than uh yes. stunts than props than bruce willis from lemonade song, is a popular drink and it still is quick and then you said uh you said man i just can't believe that he didn't come up with something else like that's just such a basic line and i was like spent too much too much time in vietnam and ended coming home with syphilis yeah <laughs>
0: yeah and you know it's not even that it's basic it's just very ra- it's incredibly random like it just doesn't belong in that song dwick is like the posse cut group classic like that is such a classic gangstar track and uh Uh, Just to come out of nowhere with that lemonade is a popular drink and it still is. I get more props and stunts than Bruce Willis. Those two things don't go together. But what
1: did I just tell you?
0: And you told me like, hey, here we are talking about that line still. And
1: I guarantee we're not the only hip hop fans. Somebody somewhere is like, man, I can't. Why is he talking about lemonade? I mean, I do like lemonade. Right. Maybe he had Chick-fil-A lemonade before it was a thing because it is bomb. That's good lemonade. Hey, uh, so... uh, Last episode we talked about my pops and it was a great episode. And um, thank you for listening and being a part of it. I did want to mention uh, that I forgot to say that I finally got to meet Obi.
0: Yes, the big bear, the big baby bear, was at the was at the memorial. And uh,
1: your lovely bride, a friend of mine, Amber Adams, she showed out. Absolutely, uh, showed up and showed out. Uh, But. One of the things that is, I talked about finding a silver lining and some positive things uh, from the entire uh, situation. Uh, one of those things is my son, Justin, aka Easy, aka j uh, was able to come home for an extended period of time. Correct. And during that time that he came home, he was able to be here while we're recording. Yes. You do realize he's here right now, right? Yeah, but they okay. don't. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, I was just making sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. he he's here. He's got a headset and microphone, and he's about to introduce... Oh, it's say official. What's up. Yeah, it's official. Here. Like it's a referee whistle. Yeah. Hello. Yes, sir. Sid Phyllis. <laughs> Sid and Phyllis. Yeah, that's right. Um, but one of the things that has has always come up, but in general in the last couple weeks is people who are very close to me, they know about Justin, they know that he's my son, they know about the story, they know about how it happened. Um, But if you aren't that close to me, you're like, wait, you have a son? Wait, hes that doesn't look like your son. Right. (laughs) Right? And so I end up telling the story. And then uh, while he's been home, he's told me the story of like, you know, he'll, he's met some girls and he's like, maybe this girl is going to be something to me. And she'll be like, there's a picture of my dad. And they're like, that's your dad? Like your dad dad. Yeah. So uh, before, we, why don't we just do this? Why don't we, uh, Justin, get on the mic, say hello to the people of the world. Uh, welcome and how are you doing, buddy? I'm
2: doing good. I'm doing good.
1: Yeah, get that mic up by your mouth. A <laughs> beer better? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, first off, one. Do it. you hear him? No, with that mic is a performance mic, so put it right up. Like yeah.
0: I still don't check, hear check. Him. No, we lost him. What's going on? Uh oh, technical difficulties. Please hold. Please. It,
1: it just worked. It was just working. Oh, yes, my God. Works. Please hold. All right, we think we fixed it for now. Hopefully, we might have a bad cord, but it seems to be working now. Justin, try it again. All right, here we go. I gotta stay in
2: this spot for about thirty minutes. Yeah, so don't move. Actually, don't move. No big deal. I got the training for it. Uh, first off, I want to say. It's great to be on the podcast. Um, I don't think there's a lot of people out there that can really say like, "Hey, man, I was on my dad's podcast yesterday." You know, right? What I mean? yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, granted, who knows? Famous people out there, but it's not the same. This, it's your local podcast. Um, maybe Joe Rogan's kid. Maybe, maybe.
0: I, yeah, he may not even
2: have done it. I, I don't think his kids are on his podcast. Yeah, nah.
0: be, not, not that right. I know of. But <laughs> I'm going to look into it now. I'm curious. <laughs> well, we're glad you're here, man. Absolutely, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm going to say something right now. I'm hearing a resemblance in in the night voice got that deep bassy tone in the voice I think I think he picked that up from
1: you Savage the old night voice I don't know if that's accurate yeah. uh, I mean <laughs> I'll accept it Yeah I- I'm hearing it, man. I'm hearing it come through. The I mic. will say this: when you're around somebody like yeah. a lot, then you kind of become that person. Like yeah. I've seen it happen. Absolutely, so maybe.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. That's why I tell everybody: that's my dad. Like your real dad? Yeah, that's my dad, man. There Listen to
0: that voice. The ladies <laughs> are gonna love this episode, man. I'm telling you right now: this is it. We're we're gonna pick up a whole new fan base right now. That's it's on. Well, this is LL Cool J La. I love <laughs> it, man. There it is. Hey, I'm down.
1: So why don't you do me a favor? Uh, and I know that you've had this, like, so we had the the conversation. You and I have had it before. We had lots of conversations. But uh, why don't you kind of give us a, just a little bit of the background of, in your eyes, how we became us?
2: Oof. All right, let's see. Um, I mean, a lot of people would say it's a it was a rough start to a childhood. And I think I was about nine. Um, I remember I met uh, Nate. Good old Nate. Yeah. Hamburger. Dodger
1: Jersey Nate. Dodger Jersey Nate. <laughs>
2: AK the hamburglar.
1: Who said he's gonna listen now because uh he now has a fifty-five minute drive to work. So okay. we have a new listener, so we'll see. Plus yeah. one. Yeah, plus one killing it. it. stop
2: stopping Krispy Kreme on the way, you know.
1: Woo! Steal your donut.
2: <laughs> yep, that is how it is. Um out, met when I was around nine or ten and uh I remember the first ride with with Scott. Um, they're like, hey, man, you got a new support counselor? I was like, oh, this is how it's going to be. You know what I mean? Always switching out. And uh, I think we're uh, about halfway and uh, came to like a stoplight. and he, looked, he turned around and said, you know what? You're a good kid. You're just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. He's like, it's not it's your parents' fault. It's just how the world plays out. And I was nine. I was like, what the heck is this guy talking about? You know what I mean? I'm right. Like, I, don't, I don't know half these words, man. Yeah. And uh, I mean, over the years, you know, picking me up, hanging out, um, it was it wasn't more of a, a work relationship um it may have started off like that but he actually established a legit connection um and i started to realize that as i got older um things got real for me real fast and i think it was in high school when it all really clicked um i, I wrestled in high school you know i didn't do the typical tall guy thing and play basketball or, or play baseball or football or anything but he'd every day 3 30 4 o'clock pick me up feed me out of his own money You know what right what I mean? Okay. And I started to realize, you know what, this guy isn't just... We were
1: given a certain amount of money to spend on activities, uh-huh. and it wasn't supposed to be on food. And I don't know if you know how much a high school wrestler eats, but it was way more than the money that uh, that yes. they were allotted <laughs> us.
0: I've got two sons, both heavily involved in sports, and there was never enough food in the house,
1: ever. You don't ever. practice? He's hungry, man? Yeah, man. Can we get McDonald's? Cool, man. What do you want? Let me get uh, six McGangbangs. What the fuck? <laughs> and, and, and a 20-piece. What's a McGangbang? That's
2: interesting. Oh, McGangbang! That's the that's a classic. That's uh, a
1: McDouble and McChicken together. Ah, I was yeah. gonna say, did that come out before or after the McRib? know. It's always been a thing. Okay,
0: McGangbang! I have not. See, you learn something every day. There you know? go, man. Two oh nine,
1: making things happen. Sorry about that. I cut yeah, you. Yeah, no, on. no, all good, all good. So um, you're in high school. High school. F- I fed you.
2: G- Getting fed, you know what I mean? And uh.
1: I still feed him. Yeah. He feeds absolutely. me now though too. Hey, nice. Man, right?
2: Give back, give back, take care of my pops. You know what I mean? Um, but it really clicked back then like this guy's taken like definitely working after hours spending his own money on me nobody does that for a job right nobody I, i've never seen it um i started realized like man this guy actually cares about me yeah it's it's surprising i've had very few people like that i've had people that are paid to care about me and you can definitely tell the difference you know sure what i mean so um there was like a little rough patch um that went on and uh we lost communication for a while um i ended up getting a cell phone
1: got framed yeah. Horrible. I
2: won't say the name, um, but got a cell phone. I started working as a wrestling coach and uh, that was my first form of communication back up with him, you know, and, and growing up, I saw him more of as like a big brother. And mm-hmm. as I transitioned, I got older, I realized like, you know what? Like it's my dad, man. Yeah. Granted, I have a birth dad. I've had foster dads, but this guy has been consistent in my life day in and day out. Even when I wouldn't talk to him for like a month or two, cause you know, girl I was dating or something like that. Completely sidetracked. He never, ever forgot about me. Um, so a couple years, I think it was like a year or two went by and then like, it was like a reconnection, uh, another job. And, uh, I saw him again for the first time. And I was like, damn, like I, I, the way I am, I'm not like, I guess you could say emotionally disconnected, but I I think more of a logical sense of things. And he is one, one of the very few people in in my early stages of my life that i actually felt an overwhelming amount of emotion for. Him. Mm. i cried when i saw him for the first time that hug was you know i don't know even know how long that hug was but it was amazing because i saw that blue neon dodge neon roll up
1: mm, bumping
2: i saw uh scott bittner aka skidizzle you know you had a blue contact. dodge
1: neon yeah Okay. Oh yeah. Super blue, man.
0: That was it must have been that in between time where you and I were just doing social media. I didn't. I missed the Blue
1: Dodge Neon. Huh? Oh man, there's a great post when it when it died on the freeway. <laughs> ah, I didn't. See, I don't <laughs> remember that. Got a, I remember a video got, montage. Yeah, I've got a montage. You had
0: like a blazer or something like that
1: prior. That was uh, a long time ago. Yeah, that's the one I really remember. And then yeah, I, man, I, I put some videos and some pictures together to the. Sarah McLaughlin song. Oh yeah. I will remember you. <laughs> as, as 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 the tow truck pulled super blue away and it left. It was yep. it was tearful.
2: It was it was gone. It was same as, around the same you. time uh was an Aflack too. Ugh. Oh
1: R. Yeah. R. I P man. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't like cats, but that was one cat that was okay.
1: Okay. That's the overwhelming uh, response when you talk to people about Aflac, people yeah. who didn't like cats liked her. Okay, what's so like- the name of your cat? Yeah, yeah. Like you guys
0: are really into uh Aflac. Like I, I mean, I'm, I i good things, but wow. Okay. Yeah, my dad
1: had a
2: duck. Aflac. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, the cat. Got you. Uh, Got you.
2: But yeah, that was that was a uh, that was a defining moment when I realized, you know, a guy who it, it was his job, his career, in a sense, to take care of kids and, and be there for the emotional, mental, and, you know, the physical well-being of them, that it was just more than that, mm. you know? So More than a job. More than a job. And uh, you don't get that a lot. You really don't. You don't even get that in families nowadays. Brothers, sisters, moms, dads, parents, whatever, you don't get that. A lot of times you find that you find that family blood on the outside, you know what I mean? Blood only. is only so strong, but it's the connections you make with somebody in, in – how they truly prove that they're there for you right having to be like hey man i'm there for you it's just their actions that speak 100 so, um i grew up kept growing up you know got a little taller got taller than my pops and
1: uh you're taller than most people's pops yeah yeah <laughs> taller than most
2: people's most pop, people's pops but uh you know uh graduated high school went to college for a little bit didn't feel it and uh moved up to sacramento and uh i was going to mechanic school out there uti and uh consistent communication with him non-stop go to king's games and whatnot up mm-hmm. there <laughs> and uh, it's was about finished, uh, moved, moved in with my pops, came all the way down here to Ceres, you know, and uh, finished out my school, and it worked from here. And, you know, it's just an everyday thing. Like, you don't think much of it. Like, once that connection's made, it's made, mm. and, and it, it doesn't stop. So, I mean, uh, dating a girl, I dated her for a couple years through high school and after, and uh, I stopped talking to my pops a little back then. And okay. it really hit me when he was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm kind of glad you're not with her anymore because, you know, we talk more. And I'm like, oh, man, I didn't realize that, you know. So I'm making a point now. Anybody I meet, uh, really good friends of mine, uh, you know, right. in the military or uh, a girl I'm dating right now, first thing, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. We talk. We hang out a little bit. By the way, that's my pops, just like you said. And we, we both have the same picture. Same picture. The first, first gift I got in my new house over in uh, South Carolina. And it's just me and him with our with our thug faces on. You know the, yeah. the picture I
1: got above my that's a fireplace. Great I love that picture. Yeah, it yeah. looks yeah. like our mixtape's about to be fire. Yeah. Yeah.
2: My uh it's funny because my, my ex-wife was super pissed about it. Oh really? It the first thing that came in the house, I okay. put a thumbtack on the wall and I put that up. She's like, There's no way. I was like, Yeah, that's staying right there. Yes
1: it is. <laughs> right then you should have known it wasn't working out.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, one one of the one of the things that with what I do in general as a profession mm. is you you we when you meet somebody is the title of what you is it
0: social worker that's yeah i'm a social worker i'm a okay. social worker just for to it. put that out there in case people so, so, picking so, up on so it. when
1: justin said a support counselor i used You're to right. be a one-on-one worker okay and that's when i first met him and then i and i as i grew as a professional i mm-hmm. ended up being a social worker which is a different position gotcha um but when you meet somebody brand new the first time, right? Mm -hmm. Like you meet somebody to date or you meet somebody at a restaurant or I go meet somebody, right? You're starting at ground zero, right? Right. Developing a relationship. When you do what I do, you're not starting at ground zero. You've got to make up ground to even get to ground zero right? because people have been hurt. People have been upset. People have been let down. People have been abused, all of these things, right? Right. So we're not starting at ground zero. One of, one of the, Biggest words that I ever, not biggest words, but one of the words that I heard most from Justin in our first probably six years mm. together uh-huh. was, really? Like I'd tell him yeah. to do something or he could have something or he could do something. He'd be like, really? Be like, yeah, man, it's fine. Right. It's okay. Yeah. Right. I remember like after he broke up with that girl and before he went to UTI, like I was helping him get a phone and I put the, his phone on my on my on uh, my bill and I said, we'll figure it out. And he was like, really? yeah man it's fine dude you need a phone absolutely you need to be okay i need to know where you're at you know those kind of things little things that like for some people may seem completely normal right right but for him it was like blown away that like shit like he said like oh my god this guy really does care like this isn't just a job right you know so uh it's one of those things like my uncle my uncle Gary, who you met at my dad's thing, Justin, mm-hmm. you know, who was my dad's best friend, Bill, you met him as well in right. high school. Somebody that I've known my entire life had all kinds of crazy stories um, about my dad. Obviously, you know, he was one of those guys that said, man, good thing there was no social media or cell phones back when we were kids. Oh, yeah. You no. Know, and and yeah, I, absolutely. I'm, I'm one of those people as well. Yes. I think good, like there was there was social media, but not really social media. Not like now. no, no. Uh, but he was just like, I didn't know you had a son. And, he, and I was like, yeah. And then I kind of told him the story and he was just like, holy Toledo, like, that's an amazing story. You know? right. And it is a great story. And my, my, you know, and I told this story to Justin, like there was a, there was a point where I don't remember exactly the specifics, but you were doing some type of training and you did something and your superior, like called you over and you went over there and you're like, yes, staff sergeant, sir, or whatever it was. And he was like, "Why'd you do that? Where'd you learn to do that?" And you were like, "My dad. My dad taught me that." And he said, "Like, you were raised right, or something like that." Do you remember yeah. what I'm talking about?
2: uh Not off the top of my head, but I've had many, many moments like that. Um, it's just it's it boils down to the being being raised right and the common sense aspect. And that was the biggest thing with my dad. He was common sense will take you very far. And it's funny. I've been in the military almost six years now. And it's probably one of the most lacking things, not just in the military, but in the, in the, in the real world too, in the civilian world. And I'm just like, man, I'm glad I got that training. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I just seem smarter now. It is what it is just, just for paying attention. Right.
1: Right. Right. It's one of those things where like, I'm, we, we've talked about it before. Like there's a very simple and easy way to do something. Right. But people seem to not want to do it. And they want to do all of this extra stuff when we just could do what we need to do. Right. But that's the way of the world. Yeah. Right. Let's take thirty steps when we could do it in four. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Except exactly. for when it comes to fitness, then we don't want to do the thirty steps. We want the one step. You're right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Can't I just take a pill and have abs? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Where's that abs? I mean, at? I would definitely look into that pill, We're I'm still just weird. saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's out there. They just don't want to, you know. Big 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 fitness is fighting it. Oh, absolutely. Big is that like big pharma, but big yeah, Big pharma, big fitness, yeah. big Same soda.
2: Thing. Those soda.
0: damn fitness conglomerates yeah. are keeping me away from my- Big medicine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keeping me like away how many from people,
1: my like, I look, I mean, how many people have you heard like say this? I'm pretty sure there's a cure for cancer. There's a cure for this. There's a cure for that. But the money's in the medicine. Chris right. Rock said that shit 20 years ago. Yeah, know? it's true. Right? Yeah. You know, he, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Oh, it's
0: so expensive. Everything. You, you, an, an aspirin in the hospital. You and know, and you can tell me you bones. don't believe
1: me if you want, and that's perfectly fine. But I will tell you this magic johnson had hiv yeah when there was like in the 80s
0: he was hiv positive when we were in high school
1: yeah and he's fine yeah that was a long time ago and he was rich
0: it was a very long time ago way before way before yeah
1: there was you know
0: oh yeah they'll protect him oh yeah if you're rich
1: you're fine oh absolutely oh Oh. magic we got a little something here you're gonna be hot yeah (laughs) <laughs> Just Slide a couple mill mil, mil bills, you know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, uh, let me ask you this, man. Um, you are in South Carolina now. You are mm-hmm. trying to get me to come to South Carolina to at least visit, play some golf. Oh, absolutely. He's been he's been pushing that hard while he's been home for a few weeks. Okay. Um, you ever been? Have you been to savage? South Carolina? Yeah. No. no. Golfing? Okay. Yes. Oh, beautiful. And, beautiful. you golfed? Yeah. Way too many golf courses. Yeah. Uh, what's, the, of, what's that one place called Where you told me about Where there's like Six golf courses In like a Four so mile period
2: It's uh, Bluffton South Carolina Slash um, okay. Hilton Head Okay Hilton Head That's what it was I think was. there's over like Ten Maybe twelve uh, Old plantations Just converted into Yeah okay It's crazy uh, The Masters Tournament they, they hold a lot of the A lot of the games there So You, you, right.
1: you look I, He told me about it And I looked it up And they like Literally have like These huge golf packages And there's like it's like $600, right, for four days or whatever. And right. And you can play each one of the courses. You just make your tee time. and the, Or you could play the same course four times or whatever. And it's right. lodging. And it's like this huge golf vacation. And, of course, and I'm sure, in the, and I've seen some photos um, from real people. But they just look immaculate compared yeah. to courses out here. You know, they get weather back there. Right. Absolutely. That helps. There's that helps. The weather outside is weather. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what a beautiful thing about knowing somebody somewhere else is it gives you, an, especially when it's your son, dude. Right. It just gives you even more of an excuse to get out there. Like I've never been to Colorado. I'm getting ready to go next week. Next week I go to Colorado. But I wouldn't be going if I didn't have a buddy that was out. There. I got two, two close friends right. from my old band that are out there. So I'm going. And back in the day when my, when my son was doing his schooling in, in Utah, like, I had no reason to go to Utah. I would never go to Utah in my entire <laughs> life. Like
2: I, I st- just woke up one morning. I want to go to Utah. Yeah,
0: it didn't, it's not going to happen. But I went to Utah. And now I wasn't a huge fan. But I wouldn't have known that unless I had known somebody that was there. So it's beautiful if you know somebody somewhere that you've never been because it's just a legit excuse to go. It, it, so goddammit, Savage, get get your
1: ass out there, man. It's a, it's on the list, bro. It's all, all right.
2: All right, man. Time's, time's running out, like, though. I'm leaving
1: soon, you know. But, yeah. but to where? Uh, no clue yet no clue i'm sure there's golf courses there oh yeah (laughs) not like out there though you know not like out there (laughs) um but guess what if that means you have to go back to south carolina for a weekend then you'll do it yep it is Yep, absolutely it's not bad you made some connections yep yeah um justin let me ask you this i'm sure that i've and i've taught you a lot of things over your life and there's things that and we've talked about, you've brought up things to me before, like, hey, Pops, you remember when you said this? And I'm like, nope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and plenty you, of those. And you remember, like, clear as day, like, what the temperature was, what was on the radio, what you ate at Sonic, like, mm-hmm. uh, everything, every single detail. And I'm like, yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing personal. You mentioned Sonic but, a couple of times. I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Well, this, <laughs> hey, we, we spent a lot of time in uh, Merced at Sonic and mm-hmm. McDonald's. Rite Aid. <laughs> Rite Aid. Good times, the best of times. Thrifty ice cream, you know what I mean? Oh, oh man. man, you gotta teach them right, Bill. You gotta bring them up the right that way. Thrifty ice cream is the uh, bomb, yo. So let me ask you this: um, What impact did I have on you? We talked about this a little bit in the car the other day, musically, like how you know we were talking about how I like and respect some of the stuff that my dad listened to. But then I also have my music, and you kind of talked a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, just the generational differences. You know what I mean. Mm. So, pops grew on. You know, I, I said, uh, did he like uh, what was the what was the band name, um, the Bee Gees? Right, right. And and he's like, oh man, I don't know. But uh, he was
1: asking if my dad liked the Bee Gees. Gotcha. gotcha. Time,
2: time frame, you know. And then you know, my dad grew up on you know classic hip hop, Tupac, Biggie. Um, Wu-Tang Wu-Tang early not too short stuff like that yeah and then uh we're just talking about it and it's crazy like I I always like music there isn't a person out there that doesn't like music there's the entertainment in general right sure um but it's who they're raised by who they're around who really influenced them they're gonna have uh that base to go off of but they're still gonna have their own you know what I mean so like for me like modern day artists I I really like some of them um but I do really nitpick at some of their lyrics um because a lot of times like tupac biggie nas wu-tang they had these like nasty beats you know this nice flow and you'll hear those guys now and it seems like they got these really this really nice flow they got the beat down but what they're talking about is absolute trash you yeah it's I mean? a,
0: as the kids say now it's a wave right and everybody's exactly. just kind of riding it and i like that term the wave because i feel like One artist, like a big one, like Drake or somebody like that, creates this wave, and then now I think what's happening is everybody's kind of on it and riding it in. So I do like, and the other thing I like is it's a vibe. I think the newer hip hop is it's more about the vibe. Like, how's it making you feel? And I can't knock, as much as I'm not a big fan of it, like, it's more about just nodding your head. Like, they might be saying a bunch of nonsense, and and, and a good chunk of it is that but there's a vibe to it, like the beat, the energy creates a vibe Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and that, and that's more about what I think current, where current hip hop is now. It's a vibe, not so much like um, deep, meaningful lyrics and content. It's like, how's this make you feel like vibe wise? I don't know, just a thought.
1: Well, let me just give you a little bit of a proud moment for me Okay. yesterday. I love it. Uh, We were uh, doing some stuff. I was doing some stuff around the house. I had mentioned that I need to get my car cleaned. Uh, he was like, I'm going to go to Walmart, pick up some stuff. Right. Came back. He's going to wash my car. Oh, ah, so, nice. Right. He's, he bought some stuff. He, you know, gives it, cause my car has been going, gone through the ringer the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. especially with all the driving and then amateur county, there tends to be a little bit of dust up there and dirt. I don't know. Just,
2: if, just a little bit. I don't, a know, if you're, wee
1: bit. don't know if you're familiar <laughs> Right, a little bit, <laughs> um, Because your white car is brown now. So, yeah, it sure is. (laughs) Get it. Uh, And uh, he, I give him the keys, he pulls it out. You know, I help him with some stuff. And then I go back in the house to go do something. And I come back out, and he's got his phone on playing music and he's listening to the new Nas. Mm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was proud. I was like, you know, he could be listening to anything. Ooh light just went out you just
0: got instant mood
1: lighting yeah. oh, it popped yeah did you hear it pop yeah it did. i did i was like what the? <laughs> I, th- I thought i saw a flicker and i was like oh maybe yeah maybe i'm just having a mini seizure but i know i wasn't no that's you're good. good you're good <laughs> just the lights popping out yeah uh so i was real proud about that i was you know like that's something like so little right but i just went out in the garage and there's my son cleaning my car listening to Nas. Yeah. And i was like i did it good job scott <laughs> yes you know Uh, And one of the, you know, one of the things, and and I don't know if Justin will remember this. He probably will, since he tends to remember a lot of the things when he was little, but we talked, he talked about common sense, right? Mm -hmm. But the number one thing with me to this day with people I work with, and especially with the kids that I work with, everything is based on respect. Like I will treat you how you deserve to be treated as long as you treat me right. Right. You know what I mean? You're not. A number to me you're a person i'm going to treat you like a person but you have to treat me like a person now, i'm going to give you all the respect right mm. but you have to it has to be two-way sure right? and and i don't know if if that you remember me saying that
2: yeah absolutely and it's uh it's something that resonates it just rings constantly um i'm a mechanic by trade um uh, mm. in multiple ways you know in the civilian world and in the military too um i've done my fair share of fixing um you know and I, not necessarily a subject matter expert yet but i'm there you know I'm, mm. I'm a go-to guy but i decided to transition more into uh doing exactly what my pops does in the military so i'm what you call a platoon sergeant and uh i make sure you know it, it sounds childish but everybody needs this that's why people have life counselors and coaches make sure guys get to their appointments on time make sure they're showing up on time make sure they're held accountable absolutely you know what I mean? so yeah and the biggest thing i take from that is yeah like uh outside looking in the military sometimes people think hey just yell at them and treat them like crap you know yeah um marines especially you know we're the hardest branch or whatever uh air force army whatever but end of the day a lot of these guys they have numbers Mm. but they're humans Mm -hmm. right and they deserve that respect you know um it may be my job to get in to get in them you know and let them know and rip on the new one but at the end of the day they're humans and i respect them and i tell every single one of them sit down with them like look i'm oh if I ever get mad or if I seem like, you know, I'm mistreating you, just remember this. I respect who you are as a person and I'm always going to treat you as such. You know, mm. all, my only job is to hold you accountable. And uh, every day I come across things where, shoot, uh, Ulysses, Ulysses, wild child, um, wasn't a bad kid. Just a horrible environment. And he was allowed to just be wild, you know? Yeah. And I have a couple of those where I work and I have to reel them in every now and then, and be like, look, dude, you're not a bad guy. Okay. you're just making dumb decisions. Yeah, you know. Yeah. and and I sit down when I talk to them, and uh, it took about two or three for a certain guy, and it kind of like finally got to him, and he called me. It was like a Saturday, called me. He was like, Hey, can I talk to you? I was like, Yeah, what's up, man? He's like, Nobody has taken the time to talk to me. Mm. Nobody sat down with me. Nobody checks up on me. Uh, I'm like, What do you mean, man? He's like, Look, yeah, he's a little overweight. He's like, Nobody checks on me. See how I'm eating. Mm. See, see if I'm going to the gym how mm. I'm doing, how my family's doing. You know what I mean? It's like, why do you do it? I was like, look, the, the bottom line is, is how I was raised. Mm. I, w- I was raised right. You know, a lot of people can't say that because they're oh, I was raised by so-and-so and I was raised like this. Right. It never really boils down to, I was raised right. Right. That's, that's the biggest thing for me. I'm not perfect.
0: No, nobody Pop's is perfect. Nobody
2: nope. is right. But he raised me in the best image that he could to be a good person. Right. And that's what right. I try to, uh, give to my guys
0: it's carrying over into your career absolutely which is awesome one of one of
1: the things that i have learned over the years i've learned a lot of things but one of the things i've learned is you can't help everybody no unfortunately unfortunately, not yeah and it sucks but i have had multiple kids reach out to me after i'm done working with them after they've gone into life after they've done other things right Mm. And one of the, probably the main thing that I've heard people say when they talk to me again is you told me once that I wasn't a bad kid. Mm. I just made bad choices. Yeah. Yeah. And I never forgot that. And like, I truly believe that. Like I told Justin when he was a little kid, like, you're not a bad kid. This isn't your fault. You're just making bad choices, You're making bad decisions.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: you know what I mean? Like, and, and a lot of times, like it's not even their fault. Right. That's the only way they know how to make decisions. Right. Or it's fight or flight or uh survival or whatever. Right. And I'm going to do whatever I can to help you not be that person, but you got to do some work too. Accountability. Absolutely. Respect, accountability, right? Yeah. Believing in yourself, things like that. And that all takes time. hundred percent. Unfortunately can't reach everybody. No. Right. And like I said, we're not perfect nobody's perfect
0: nobody is I tell my son will all the time man who's uh, you know had some issues I've mentioned him a few times on the show but you know talking to him about those choices the choices it's, it's so huge like look you're not a bad kid you got dealt a tough hand and you've made some poor choices but look we've we've done a lot for you therapy counseling medication special schools And you still ended up, he's still, you know, I don't think we've really talked about this on the show. I love him to death. He's in the county jail right now and he'll be getting out in November. But I said, look, dude, and he keeps, and you know, he's in there now and he's telling me how he's going to change. He's going to do better and he's going to prove everybody wrong. And what I keep telling him is that's awesome, buddy. And I love to hear that. I love you. And I love to hear that. But now you know what it is. The ball's in your court. You've got to want the change accountability you're talking about that right you got to want it when you get out if you slip right back into the the bad choices that we talk about the bad ones are the easy ones that's that easy shit, right Uh that's that i could just i could go get a job and and save money and get a car and 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 put together a productive life or i can just go sit with dude on the corner and smoke weed and drink a 40. you know what i mean like and it's so easy to slip back into that so i i just keep saying to him how bad do you want it because now you know at this point We've done pretty much what we can do, and I'm still here. I'm still here for you to talk to you. I love you. I'll help you as much as I can. But the ball's in your court. I hear what you're saying, but do you really want it? Because if you do, then you're going to make that effort.
1: Mm-hmm. Let me let me ask you this, Justin. Have you ever heard me say, "Don't tell me, show me"?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's yep. it, right? Yeah.
1: I'm tired of hearing about it. Right. I know. I know you can talk about it. Yeah. How are you going to be about it? Right. Yeah. And, and it that's goes, what that is. It goes
2: with. Everything—it's crazy, and it, it's—you know—it's
1: like you know what, popsy I'm gonna show you,
2: right? Even though I might know what I'm doing is wrong, and it's what I want to do, but I'm gonna show you, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's—it's uh, it's funny because you come across um, inspirational quotes, like pages, videos, you know, Instagram, Facebook, all these. It's things everywhere. It everywhere, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the—the the, I think it was about a couple months ago. I came across one, and you'll see those things where you see you read something, and you're like, somebody told me that. Mm-hmm. But he didn't tell me exactly like that. And the one was, don't be a product of your environment. Right. Have your environment be a product of you. There right? you go. And yeah. I was like, somebody told me that. Not like directly. That's right. probably my pops. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with it <laughs> yeah, my that, pops that, on that, that one. You know what I mean? And it just made me think like, you have so much of an influence, especially when that ball's in your court. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can, it's a make or break. You can change things for the good or for the bad, but it's all on you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I do remember this one. I said, you have, you would have had every right in the world to give up Mm -hmm. and quit, Mm -hmm. but you didn't, right? Yep. But going forward, you can either let your past determine you, Mm -hmm. or you can determine what your future looks like. Exactly. Right? Yep. You could, Mm -hmm. you could sit here and whine and complain about how it was in the past and how it was unfair and how you got a fa- unfair shake, and nobody would nobody would uh, nobody would fight you. Yep. Like it's not true. It's it's absolutely true, and it's it's not your fault.
2: And people would just let it go on. Yeah, whatever. Yep. Or,
1: you can determine your future. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Like today, whatever. Moving forward, you got to handle that. You know what I mean? Yep. And so that's pretty much what I said. You know, you have to make the cognizant decision of you're gonna let your past. Uh, you know. Haunt Def- you, basically. Def- are you going to yeah. let your past define you? Yeah. Or yeah. are you going to define your future? Dude, and that's mm-hmm. it. My, you,
0: you hit the nail on the head. My son, Will, was dealt a tough hand to the point where when he was getting in trouble in elementary school and in a junior high school and in a high school, and we all did all the things we thought, the counseling, the, the medication, the special schooling, the extra help, the tutoring. We did everything we could, and everybody understood all this anger and understood where it was coming from. But at a certain point... It's like, all right, man, we love you. We've given you the tools. Now you got to put them in play. You know, I heard, a, I heard an amazing quote on Joe Rogan, this sensei who teaches inner city kids in Detroit martial arts, but also teaches them how to be men. This guy said, don't let your past be a time traveler. Don't let your past come into your future and destroy your life. Keep it in the past. You know, obviously you're going to learn from it, build off of it, but if you're letting it come forward into your into your now, you can't do that
1: one thing that i told justin and justin was the first person that i ever told this to that i continue to use to this day especially with my new job mm. is this guy turned 18 right and i said hey man you're 18 yeah you're an adult right nobody gives a shit about the shit that happened in the past anymore mm-hmm. they don't yeah. you're an adult now yep. you've right. got to make your own decisions do the this, this stuff that happened in your past that put you in the position you're in now suck? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You're an adult now. Nobody cares. We're all in this shit show together, right? Yeah. That's it. That's absolutely right. Like you might have a different path and it might be harder and you might have to go to therapy or you might need this or you might need all of this stuff because of your past. But you are now an adult. You've got to move forward. Yeah. If you don't, you're gonna sink, dude. Absolutely, it's so
0: cliche. But cliches only come from a place of truth, but the cliche of you're on a path that's either going to land you dead or in jail,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: it sounds so corny because we hear it constantly. And I said it to my son, Will, to the point where I think it just became white noise. You know what I mean? And now here he is, and it's like a movie. I go visit him at jail, county jail, right? He's not in prison. He's in county jail, which isn't anywhere near as bad. Still not fun. But I do like what you see in the movies. I sit behind a plate glass with concrete walls and he picks up a phone and then he tells me to pick up the phone and we have a 30-minute conversation through glass on old school black telephones and that was the path he chose he chose to stay on that path that took him there now thank god it didn't take him to the other direction death but it's so cliche and i said it to him so often that i think after at a certain point it's just like whatever but it don't get much truer than that, man. That's that's
1: it's crazy, but it's true. Bill, you may not you may know this, you may not know this. I talk a lot of shit. Yes, I do. I I, I think I've heard that. Yeah. What <laughs> I may have may have caught wind of that. Um But most of the time, especially like If I'm like in a serious mode or talking about things that truly matter, not just bullshitting on the podcast, right? Right. I would say more times than not, I'm right. Yes. And there's several times where like, and this is one of my favorite things about Justin is, and I have a lot of favorite things, but one of my favorite things about Justin is like with any child. Yeah. I'll be like, hey man, this, 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 and this. You need to remember these things. You're going to do what you want to do, but these are things I want you to keep in your mind. This is why you shouldn't do this. This is why you shouldn't do this. And he'll be like, okay, no, you're right. You make good points. And then turn around and do exactly what I didn't want him to fucking do, (laughs) which I already knew he was going to do. Right. And then my favorite thing is he'll come back to me and like, he'll give me that face. Like he wants me to tell him I told you so, Yeah. but I won't do it. And I'll be like, I'm not saying anything, man. Right, I, I, look, right. look, I'm not saying anything, dude. And he's like, I know. I already know. And I was like, I'm just, I'm not saying anything, man. Like you, you had, look, sometimes you're too far in the forest to see the trees. Right. 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 Sometimes you have to learn that lesson for yourself. Right. Yeah. I can tell you, Bill. Yeah. You eat too many apple fritters. Yes. You're, that's, you're, that's, you're, that's not true. You're going to, you're going to, you're going you're gonna <laughs> to okay. end up with this. <laughs> Right? Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't believe it and you don't until you actually, you know, something happens, right? Then you're like, oh, fuck.
0: Shouldn't have had that second fritter. Yeah. No, absolutely. Right.
1: Yeah. No, 100%. And, yeah. and I, I'm guilty as, just as much as that. I, yeah. My my mentors, my people, my parents, they've all told me things. Yeah. I, they, you don't understand. You don't get it. Right. Right. Yeah. You don't know the love that we have. Whatever it is. Sure. You know what I mean?
0: Well, Justin, I'm glad you're here uh, for a lot of reasons, uh, man. But I tell you what, I don't know if I've ever really brought up my son, Will, all that much on this podcast. Never talked about what he's been through or what he's going through. So this was has uh, been therapeutic for me as well uh, because I love him to death. Love him with all my heart, but I don't talk about him as much because we live in a small town and what he did is... And what he's going through now is pretty well known because, uh, you know, one of the things that got him where he is, is he broke a window on on a business Um, and it was all over social media and everywhere in a small town. So his reputation is now preceding him. So he it where we're at, you know, you grew up there. I did. Uh, You can't, uh, you know, can't. You know pour a glass of kool-aid without everybody knowing what flavor it is you know what well, i mean the what, is, saying, what, right. did,
1: what did we say last episode right yeah my dad was kind of like a celebrity right because he was a coach and he was a this and he was a that and he was every people know him and the reason that he was quote a celebrity end quote is because it's a small town and people talk right and people know each other so my son so is the now, opposite side of that would be he's this He's a bit
0: infamous for what he has done and and it's out there So he's got his work that much more cut out for him. Like when he gets out uh, finding a job, you know, trying to put together some kind of a normal life, earning people's trust, all of that is stacked against him. And he seems to, at the point where he is now, I'm praying that this is rock bottom and that he is learning from this and he will turn it around. And he seems to want to, but like you said, don't tell me, show me at
1: this point, you got to prove it. Like as, as uh a, as I, I, I coined many, 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 many moons ago, and my good friend Nate, AKA The uh, Hamburglar. The Hamburglar. <laughs> That's a great
0: nickname. What uh, was the one you called him?
1: Boot Tuck. Boot Tuck.
0: I, the Hamburglar.
1: <laughs> boot Tuck's cool. The Hamburglar is off the charts. Um, I used to say, don't sing it, bring it.
0: I like that. Mm. I like that. You coined that? I did. You better TM that, man. That's good.
1: I could see that in a meme. You know there's money uh, to be made there, a lot of chirping on, but uh, it, it, it originated on the basketball court like okay. a, lot, a lot of chirping. Don't sing it, man. Bring it. Let's go. I like that, you know, yeah. so um, true. So, let me ask you this, Justin. Going forward, uh, you talked about you might not be in South Carolina long. What, what do you, what, what's the uh, what's the semi near future look like for you? Semi near future, uh, next year, I mean, you six months. year Marine,
2: yeah. I'm a Wrapping up my tour out there in South Carolina. So uh dropping package, volunteer to be a recruiter. Mm. Um, I want to go out there and get on the streets and uh, give kids an option, you know? Right, right. And uh, it's funny because I think about my, my people, my people skills, the way I talk. And, it, and I rewind it to uh, Thrifty's ice cream, right at Merced, California. <laughs> uh, we're out there and my dad, you know, being the, being the guy that he is, good old, he's a Mac sometimes. Yes. Uh, yes, say, yes. Check this out. Is that accurate? I was like, I was like well, what's, what's going macaroni. on? Macaroni. Yeah. Macaroni, right? Uh, I was like, what, what's going on right now? And I, and I forgot who was with us. It, there was another kid too. He's like, I'm going to show you how to talk to people. Right. Right. To put a smile on their face, change their day. Right. And uh, it was just really pretty chick. I think I was like 14. Was like, oh man, she's so pretty, right? Yeah. And uh, pops just starts talking to her. Just, you know, just normal conversation. And she starts smiling, laughing, and my dad's laughing. And I'm laughing. I don't even know why I'm laughing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm like clueless. Like, man, this is, this is cool. You know, and you know, we got a little extra scoop. Ah. You know? And uh, I mean, thrifties ice cream is cheap as it is, but an extra scoop yeah. goes a long way, you know? And, and I think like, man, why do I talk the way I do? You know what I mean? Like who, who taught me? You know, the primary person there was, was my pops, you know, yeah. it's a people skills, social interactions, stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Um, that, that's
2: what I'm doing next is uh, going to be recruiting next year. And um, we'll we'll see how it goes from there.
1: Nice. Nice. Did you call me a Mac?
2: A little bit. Definitely said that. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's a callback
0: to before we even started recording where you and I were talking about this, man.
1: Just kidding. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Scotty the pimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Macaroni. Uh that's awesome. So recruiting is something I know that you've kind of had your eye on for a while. You've uh, there's been a couple times where your uh, military career was kind of on hold because like maybe your school wasn't open or mm-hmm. you wasn't ready so that you kind of like had a month or two where you like you basically had to fill time doing something and yep. you you would come out here and help out recruiting which is nice cuz you'd be home for a little bit. Yep. Um, so I know that the recruiting bug has kind of always been uh, been been uh, biting at ya, if you if you will. Um, and I think that, uh, I think that it's a natural progression for, uh, who you are and what you do. Um, I've seen you, we've been out at stores a couple times now and you're just, you're, you're, recruiting. I don't even know if you know you're actively recruiting people. Yeah, it's, it's a habit <laughs> now. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: But well, that's awesome, man, because I can say that in our small town, um, the army has sent some guys out and they recruit. Yeah. But when I was young, they, they come after me but I didn't think they're people skills. They didn't make me, they didn't make me feel like, oh, I like that guy. I, I would, that be something mm-hmm. I consider. Like, I was like, that dude kind of annoyed me. I wouldn't want to work with somebody like that. Yeah, you know it, what I mean? That's like, the
2: biggest thing too, you know, is is, is the approach, you know? It, it was like, talking at you and talking with you.
0: That's what it was. That's yeah. a great way that he was talking at me. It was like, kind hey, of here, like- Hey,
2: Bill, right? Come here, Bill. Like, whoa, whoa, calm down, bud.
0: Yeah, calm and that's down, what it you know was. Right? Like, he was like, what's <laughs> your name? Like, it was like, whoa, whoa, like, yeah so somebody with your personality uh i think would go very far man to like build them numbers up and bring people in to see what it's really about because i it, and this was the army but i got a very negative vibe from this dude i actually set up an appointment to meet with him mm-hmm. and then i went home and i thought about the guy yep and thought about the way he spoke to me in the first impression yeah and first i and i and i picked up the phone and i'm like you know what man uh, i'm good I, I canceled the appointment you know and yeah uh, and so, yeah, man, I could totally see you in that and being incredibly successful, man. That's awesome. And I, appreciate
1: and, and I think that one of the main things that, that part of that success comes from is Justin isn't an idiot.
2: No.
1: And when you, when he, I've seen him because he's subconsciously doing it when he's out here, <laughs> he'll see somebody and he'll just like strike up a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. And he'll be like, yo, what's your plan? Right. And if somebody doesn't have a plan, well, maybe the military is an option. But I've seen him talk to people and they're like, oh, I'm transferring to Chico State. I'm going to do this. I want to be a veterinarian or whatever. Like they've got a plan. Mm. Cool man, good luck man. I hope everything goes well. Like, there's no reason to try to sell them on something if they have a plan. Right, right, right. Their plan might fall through, and you'd be like, hey man, if it doesn't work out, you know, maybe the military. Never a bad idea. It's help for me, you know, that kind of thing. Right, right. And it's not always just
2: you know forcing like, oh, you have a plan, cool. You don't. Here's the military. You know, sometimes just notice people like, man, you look miserable. Yeah. What are you doing working (laughs) at food for less?
1: where, Where were you the other day where like someone was like. You just didn't look that
2: Yeah, it was it was that food flash. You know, I was getting some uh some uh Mexican cream. Okay, and, uh, Okay. I was like, yeah, well, you good? And she's like, What do you mean? And I was like, You all right? You look tired, you look just like beat. And she's like, I'm tired, I've been here since four. I was like, It's like eleven, that's a seven hour shift. She's like, Yeah, I'm barely going on my lunch. I'm like, Oh man. Oh damn. It's you know? also illegal. I'm gonna call Osha. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Oh like, shit, Osha. I was like, yeah. How old are you? And she's like, I'm like twenty two. I'm like, What are you doing with your life? She's like, What do you mean? I'm like, you do go to school. She's like, I was because everybody else is doing. It. I was like, well, that's your problem. Right. I was like, stop, stop following. Stop being a sheep. You know what I mean? What do you want to do? She's like, I have no idea. Mm. I was like, whatever you looked at. She's like, um, just school. Right. I was like, look, I, I'm in the military and I, and I tell some people, I'm not going to say you need to go to the recruiting office, but I'm going to tell you this, give it a look. Right. You know what I mean? Just, just an option because. It changes people's lives sometimes. Mm. That four years is a solid foundation. Right. Um, or hey, maybe you go in there and you realize that's not what you want to do. And then in the process you find out, I want to do this instead. You know? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I don't even mention the military. To some people I'm just like, hey, look, I hope you find what you want to do, but I can tell you right now this ain't it. Go get a better job. Right. Go do something that makes you happier that isn't as beating on you. Normal work day, you know what I mean? So at least you get you a know. lunch break.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> life, I'll tell you this. And this is not a secret to anybody, right? Life's hard. Yes, it is. It's not easy. No, there can be absolute great moments and mm-hmm. great times, and you can have a run of it just being amazing. Mm-hmm. But when it rains, it pours. It certainly does. And uh, the last thing you need to do is be in a place where you hate your life because you hate your job. Oh yeah, because you need your job to survive right and if you have to grind out 40 hours and you absolutely hate where you're at and you hate the people you work with Mm -hmm. Mm you probably need to do something else
0: oh dude i was miserable in the restaurant game for 18 years but the money kept me in i changed jobs completely changed careers thanks to my wife who pushed me pushed me to quit being miserable and get out there but i took like a 15 dollar an hour pay cut now and I, i was barely making it between child support and bills barely getting by she was carrying me you'd think i would have been miserable right that yeah money not having money should make you miserable i was so much happier because i was doing something i actually enjoyed and you can't put a price on that
1: i'll tell you this i have taught justin many things Mm. but he's taught me things right and that's part of having a relationship I'm sure that your kids have taught you things oh, you didn't even realize. Absolutely. Right. One of the things that Justin taught me, and this is a product of him, his life path mm-hmm. is if he doesn't feel comfortable or he isn't happy with something, he'll just leave. Right. He just won't. It's not worth it. Right. Um. Now that type of Attitude could be a detriment depending on what you just leave from. Absolutely. <laughs> right, Absolutely. right, right, right. i learned as, my lessons. But, but long as you're smart with that, like, I think there's some value in that lesson. You know, if you don't, like, if you hated your job bill, mm-hmm. you probably need to leave. Now, you're an adult, you've got a mortgage, you've got things, you need to, sure. you have responsibilities. Yes. So don't quit your job before you find another job. But if you are genuinely unhappy, then it's time to start looking for something else so that you can improve your general mm-hmm. view of life, your mental health, your, all of those things. Absolutely. And I think that if anything is, we've learned anything in the last two years is how important mental health is. Oh, hundred so, percent. You know? Happiness, happiness rides on it. Oh, hundred yeah. percent,
2: It defines who you are, mm-hmm. you know? If, you know, Scott is working every day, day in and out 10 years, and he loses that passion, that happiness for the
1: job. Right.
2: It's He's not gonna perform. It's not going to be the same. You know what I mean? I mean,
1: we talked about it. Like I was just kind of going through the motions at my job because I'd been there for 15 years. It was very easy to me. But I just kind of was existing. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's not a healthy thing for me. Mm -hmm. That's not healthy for the people I work with. Mm. It's not anything. Right. Like and you've talked to me. Am I clearly more invigorated with my new position? 100%. It's not even yeah. close. It's yeah. not even a question. Yeah. Right? Like I. And I'm, there's a commute. And there's a commute. <laughs> yeah, and you're tired. Oh, my body weary. My yeah. body weary, boy. <laughs> but like, it's it's that quality of life. It's that, um, right. it's that mental health. It's the happiness. It's the thing, you know what I mean? Like, let me just tell you this real quick. I was talking to my brother and I said, look, happiness is there's no playbook for happiness Mm
0: -hmm.
1: bill's path to happiness is different than mine i already know that oh yeah okay like so for me like being able to know the things that make you happy and then following those right that's what's important yeah right me being in my 40s and still playing softball two nights a week right like i was going through all this stuff with my dad right And then I was beat full day. Yeah. Came home, took the dog out, and then rushed to my softball game, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I was extremely happy because I was with my boys. I was playing a game that I love. Like it was like fulfilling to my soul. Right. And then I came home and then it was like 10.30 or something. I grabbed Mercy, we go for a walk. My brother, I text my brother. and He's like having trouble sleeping? And I was like, sleeping? I just got home from my softball game and I'm walking MERS. <laughs> and he's like, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. And I was like, I am really beat, but I needed that softball game and to hang out with my boys for an hour. Cause it was food for my soul. You were physically beat, but mentally that was exactly what you mean. Oh, needed. I yeah. love playing yeah. with my boy. With Absolutely. The, with the boys and playing softball and being out there and, you know, and so like, that's the thing, right? Happiness, justin said it that's the path to Mm -hmm. you know it's Mm -hmm. the path to happiness is mental health and and so it's just for me i think that it's such it's so great that a justin could be here oh absolutely and then uh tell a little bit of our story from his perspective because i know you've heard it from mine and yeah the people have heard it from mine um and then uh the ability to do this right here oh incredible yeah, and get yeah. the mic to work
2: absolutely
0: yeah, yeah. I, kudos man he's holding that microphone holding the wire tight i got it
2: yeah
1: yes and so when you're done with your south carolina you don't know yet no, no where you met is is there a couple options is there um is I'll it, is it really I'm not up to you is it volunteering to get a little
2: more say right but uh my son's obviously out here in california so you know that's a that's a big target but uh same day same time career progression what we'll puts food on the table for him you know what I mean mm-hmm. success mm-hmm. um the East Coast is looking really good mm. and I really like the East Coast it's cheaper people are different you know what I mean uh, more of hometown vibes out there and stuff um East Coast s- meaning like New York or uh, like- more like let's let's mm, Kansas, uh Kansas and, and east you know okay I mean? so okay it's and it's cheaper OK, you know, a side of the country. There. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Gas. Gas is up. three dollars a gallon out there right now. So people are freaking out for the past couple of months. But uh, I'm accustomed to that in California yeah. life. You know, so uh, I had a nice little year break of a discounted gasoline. Yeah. yeah. Like three dollars. What a deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: three bucks a gallon. Damn. Give yeah, me two. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. No, uh, no, no definitive answer yet on where I'm going. I won't know until, you know, I'm done with school. Mm-hmm. until you know, it, it, they kind of do like a draft pick sometimes. I like that guy the way he looks. He'll feel better in my community. Okay. All right, man. It is what it is, man. But at the end of the day, I'll go wherever they need me to go. You know.
1: Interesting. So. That's exciting. Yeah. Though, so do man. you think you're not going to be sent to Amish country?
2: I don't know, man. If I'm a first-round draft pick and they need me there, I'm
1: going to go and do my <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing? I'm Justin. Can you stop churning that butter for a second? I need to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: what
1: are you doing great. with your future, man? Yeah.
2: Great training hey, you wanna, technique. <laughs>
1: hey, really good. It kind of looks like you're uh, stirring up some... Uh, what do what he stir up? A mashed potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> you thinking about working as a cook in the military? Yeah. I'm just saying, man. A lot of options, man. A lot of options. Yeah, well, I will see. tell you this, and, and and now we're getting into the uh, the, the parenting part. Um, obviously, your son's out here. I'm out here. And if you ended up out here, that'd be fantastic for me. And I know that it's something you've thought about. But I can tell you this. I know that for a fact, you're you're happier on the east coast like you you like the difference the change you're really like enjoying it right now um and i know that obviously there's times where uh the, the 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 length between us and everything sucks you know especially like when this happened with pops like yeah you know it's not just like i gotta leave and i can drive there in three hours yes. it's a process you spent <laughs> 13 hours in airports or something yeah, like yeah. you know multiple yeah. you know crazy multiple layovers yeah. and doing whatever you can to get out here but there's nothing you can do yeah. um so that part definitely sucks but uh the good news is if, if if uh you know you you're on the east coast and you're happy and that's what makes you know like we talked about that's the path to happiness right yeah. so you got to do those things and then uh, that's why they have airplanes
0: absolutely i don't own one yet but or one or yes
1: <laughs> or i can hit up somebody from the apple fritter community who knows somebody in the rv in the rv group yeah that's maybe right i can find an rv and go cross country oh yeah
0: best apple fritter in the u.s as voted on by the rv group yeah nice you just never know what you're gonna come across in uh, lockford
1: just so you know when he told me about the golf courses in um, south carolina i looked them up and the first thing was the beautiful golf courses over in that area he told me about. Mm. The second thing that was on the Google search was how many um, alligators are on golf <laughs> courses in South Carolina. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, really? Like happy Gilmore status. Yeah. Like real deal. Okay. So that's a thing out there too. Cause I think Florida when I think that kind of stuff. Okay. I think Justin was actually on a golf course at one point and snapchatted me an alligator that was like chilling by the water.
2: Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, in my opinion, I've been to a couple around there. Um, The one on base, I'm a little biased to it because it's cheaper, but um, a lot of retirees, a lot of high ups VIPs from Mm. the area actually get base access just to come golf there. Oh really? It's a lot smoother. It's nicer. Um, but hey, the Gators are—that's their home. You yeah. Know I mean? So uh, it's not like Happy Gilmore and Chubb's kind of you know kind of thing. But they're just out there, you know, crawling, doing their thing, walking around, mind no business. I'm just drinking my White Claw and carry on. That's what I'm going yes. do. Yes, <laughs>
0: that's right. I don't, hey, I, I don't bother you. You don't bother me. That's just it. tap it in. Yeah. Just tap it in. A little tap 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 tap. <laughs> you know they're working on a sequel. Yeah. Oh, that's the rumor. I yeah. saw it, man.
1: All right, man. Uh, Justin, thank you for being here. Thank Absolutely. you for um, being a part of this. Uh, thank you for, uh, and, and Bill may be able to attest to this, generally being an overall delight. 100%. It's a pleasure to meet you, man, because I've
0: heard so much. So to actually get to do this, to chop it up with you in person, man. Awesome. And I, this is going to be an amazing episode. May go down as one of my favorites.
1: <laughs> any time uh, I've had the opportunity to bring justin with me somewhere yeah the second i leave i usually end up getting messages a few years back he was in town and he went to uh my company christmas party with me and he was helping out and working and you know okay you know me and yeah, all my yeah. coworkers and foster families and kids and all these things and you know I, we left and we we went home or whatever we probably went to the taco trucks but we left and we <laughs> we probably got taco trucks and then we uh, mm. I got multiple messages like hey I just want to know let tell you that your son is amazing you've done an amazing job he's a fantastic kid that's awesome and just you know multiple people yeah that, you
0: know Hell yeah and so
1: I screenshot him I send them to you and I said hey you're doing a good job right and, and and the other thing before we get out of here is and I've told him this before, and i will continue to tell him this for the rest of my life is uh because i don't want him to forget it is nobody would have ever judged you if you gave up and quit but you didn't right and so every day regardless of what's going on positive or negative in your life you're a success story you're an absolute success Mm-hmm. given where you started to where you're at now you're badass. I yes, hope you sir, know that. Appreciate it, pops. Yes, sir. I love it. I love it, Justin. Anything to say before you get out of here? Uh,
2: it's been a pleasure. Um, I never really thought I'd be on the podcast. You know, Me you know I I listen to 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 what I can when I can. Um, but it's nice being here and being a part of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to listen to it though, hear my own voice. Kind of weird, but uh, you <laughs> no, know, I'll take a shot at it. You'll I,
1: get used to it, man. <laughs> I'll be honest, I like my own voice. Yeah, really dude, I, I can't I wait hear it. I hear my voice more than I hear anybody. So I can't <laughs> wait to hear this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'll definitely, you know, um, I hope to do it again. I really do. I
1: absolutely. So. Well, glad you were here. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you for uh, listening. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this mu- as much as we did. Uh, and until the next time, Bill, get us out of here. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty,
0: but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. See ya. Peace.